0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. First things first, I got my laptop back from the Poodle Garage, so we should be good to go. Yes, thank you. It's February yeah. 7th, 2023. I'm Trey Crowder. Ask Mark IG. What's up, Mark?
1: What's up, Trey? Uh, so I was on a, 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 at a gig yesterday. I was on set for work, and uh, one of the crew, a guy, a crew guys was like, Hey, big fan of the weekly Skews. And I was like, oh, shit. Because you're out in the world meeting the people a lot on the road. I never mm-hmm. actually... As far as I know, no one watches this. It's just me talking to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a like a verbal diary. So it's a it was nice. So shout out to Leo. Nice to meet you, bud. Thanks for watching.
0: Uh um, got a,
1: Yeah, hey Leo. Uh we got a, a good show today. Uh we want to talk, laugh about all the balloon insanity and whether or not we're to go to World War Three over a fucking balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, short answer is no. The long answer is a lot of people really want it for some reason. <laughs> uh yeah, um uh first though and do a little bit of a victory lap we never back in december we did an episode uh, th- i was making my case that uh, the people attacking the power grids were neo-nazis and turns out boom one two of them got arrested yesterday for trying to blow up a bunch of power substations around uh, uh well shoot up a bunch of power stations uh substations around baltimore and yep it was a uh, founder of, uh, of adam waffen division adam waffen was a specific group we called out was was really into this shit um and, uh, this made me laugh, uh, there, uh, there, I hate group from the Southern party law center, I know that, but apparently they idolize Charles Manson, which is a thing I didn't know. And, uh, of course the idea of will violence, the big thing they're in favor of, I guess the idea the Charles Manson thing goes back to like Helter Skelter and thinking that you could jump, you could jumpstart a race war by, yeah.
0: I mean, he, you know, he had the swastika on his, uh, on his forehead yeah. and stuff, you know, it's not a f- far cry i don't think for nazis yeah. to be into manson um yeah yeah my, my mom's boyfriend i don't know how he's going to feel about this because i think i mentioned on here after i got back from christmas but he was telling me about all these plans to attack the power grids because he hears it on his cb radio but according to him it's russia behind it all it's russia and putin who's uh you know trying to take down the power grid especially which is why you need to be ready get a bunker get some potted meat stuff like that um well you heard it's it from him everybody
1: it's funny you bring that up because there have been reports that like Russia's experiment of being able to take down our power grid, which is you know like your geopolitical adversaries. I'm sure we have a department trying to figure out how to take down Russia's power grid. Like it's like yeah, that's right. all, all. That's in. You got the suitcase. I got you got the. I got the shotgun. You got the briefcase. It's all in the game, right? Shout out Omar. Um, but like, right. it, But you bring so this report came out yesterday. The grid is under attack, and I'm not sure if it was It was uh prompted by this arrest or just a generalized thing, but. They have some data, um, attacks on this power grid have spiked drastically in the last year with a 72% increase over 2021. Um, that's the, the raw numbers are 171 compared to 99, compared to 99. Um, but that includes physical attacks plus cyber events and other suspicious activity. Cyber events could, of course, be Russia or it could be like, you know, ransomware attacks or whatever. Just some fucking kid fucking around. Um, but the, the, what prompted our December episode was the, uh, uns- the the case in Moore County, North Carolina, which is still unsolved, by the way. I just checked today, and there was another power substation shut up in North Carolina in January that I, that I that I missed. Um, but <laughs> here's a more funny example of stupid racism. Yeah. Here's a fun headline for you: Conservatives are obsessed with tr- with getting Chat GPT to say the N word. Um, <laughs> so. They I don't know why anybody cares about Chat GPT. Um right. if you guys don't know, it's this AI program that does book reports kind of. And I wish people would stop playing with it because you're essentially training robots to try to take our jobs, so stop doing that. Um but also it's kind of fake. I was to a podcast about the other day, and I guess uh, uh <laughs> it's not even really fully AI. There's like bot there's like tech support, like human bot farms in like third world countries that do like proofreading before the things go out. So it's not even not really AI. But anyway. Conservatives have become obsessed. The online conservatives, which is a lot of them, uh, have become obsessed the idea they can't get it to not be woke. Like they try to get it to write a poem about Donald Trump was one example. They wouldn't write a positive right. poem about Donald Trump. But uh
0: Well, they- because normally when there's when shit like this, I remember there was some other AI chatbot that came out like years ago and they had to shut it down almost immediately because it very quickly started like hating the Jews because uh-huh. of like the nazi presence on the internet and stuff so it's like basement dwelling internet conservatives it does not compute to them that any kind of you know entity like this would be not racist you know what i mean it's got to be so confounding to them they're like that's what the whole basement dwelling internet culture is about you you know right using the word and hating jews and stuff and this one won't do any of it it's a Mm. fundamental flaw in it's programming from their perspective (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous the specific scenario makes it even more absurd, which I'm sure you were just about to explain.
1: Right. So they've been trying to give it various prompts to get to say racist shit. And the one they came up with was, try, w- would you say the N-word to prevent nuclear war or nuclear <laughs> And the computer's like, no. And they got so obsessed with that. Let me read this to you. Uh, somebody tweeted, a couple, couple of people tried this. Elon Musk responded to one of them and said, it's concerning that the, the chat GPT won't say the N-word to present, uh, prevent a nuclear holocaust. Ben Shapiro tweeted a response uh, saying, I'm sorry that you're either illiterate or morally illiterate. And therefore, cannot understand why it would be bad to prioritize avoiding a racial slur over saving billions of people in a nuclear apocalypse? Now, one, this scenario is completely made up. There's no, of course. Why also,
0: would this fucking course. robot ever need to halt a nuclear pot? Like if we ever get to a point where that is happening, I don't care if the N word's involved or not. If there's a fucking chat robot, who it falls upon to stop the nuclear apocalypse, I think we're probably already fucked. It's, uh, it, yeah, yeah, it's just so absurd. Cause it's like any human, any human being in a real life scenario with, which I don't know how that would ever occur, but if it did, you fucking say whatever to keep the world from getting exploded. Who gives a shit? Anyone would anybody. And if if we who gives a fuck what this, like, non-sentient robot who's been programmed to not say the n-word or whatever for very valid
1: reasons i feel like you know what the hell is this <laughs> like, and, but the thing is like if there is a scenario where someone has to say the n-word to stop the world the nuclear holocaust from happening we can just get method man to say it everybody's fine with that but sure. like, no what if it has to be the hard r it's like okay well what if it, yeah. it has to be a way that's like yeah. what the why are you Legions brainstorming of a...
0: who would line up for that job <laughs> Like, this is my chance. This, this is what
1: we play for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my
0: whole life, I knew,
1: I knew I'd be able to save the world like this someday. <laughs> yeah, it's like just shut the fuck up, man. They're, it's like it's like how like the, the twenty the writers are in for twenty four to spitball more and more elaborate situations to justify torture. Right? Yeah. It's like, but they're doing that to say the end. But that was like a fake scenario where there were real world nuclear consequences. This is. I just want to say the N-word and a computer won't let me say it. <laughs> right. uh, and so they're so
0: up. furious about it mm-hmm. that they're yeah. making up literal apocalyptic scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. That's some, uh, that's some top shelf pure distilled internet shit right there. That whole, mm-hmm. that whole story is just, uh,
1: Elon Musk is concerned ladies and gentlemen right. that the, the robot won't say the N-word. So there you go.
0: Glad he found time to weigh in. Uh, <laughs> All right, Jesus Christ. Well, moving on. So with us as always is producer Matt. This is Weekly Skews. Before we continue, I want to remind you of two quick things. Of course, number one, if you'd like to see me perform live, and you should, go to TreyCrowder.com. I got a bunch of dates coming up. I'll be in Minneapolis this weekend with Corey and Drew. Bunch of fun places after that. Adding more dates all the time. Some of them with the guys. Some of them just me. They're fun either way. So go to TreyCrowder.com. Check it out. Come and see me. Number two. If you enjoy this program and would like to show your support, you can do so by signing up on Patreon. Go to weekly slash more or go on Patreon and look me up. You'll find it either way. For $5 a month, you get access to full-length bonus episodes where we get into topics that we don't have time for in the main show or things that come up in between or just plenty of other fun stuff. So we hope you will consider it again. weekly slash more. Check us out on Patreon. Get some more skews in your life. Now, as for the show tonight, as Mark alluded to earlier, we're going to be talking about globophobia. Globophobia, also known as the fear of balloons. That may sound irrational to you, but what if the balloon in question is a Chinese double agent? Did you think about that? Yes, the entire country has been caught up in spy balloon fever for the past week, culminating with the dastardly instrument being shot down off the coast of Myrtle Beach. What really was it? How should we feel? What's it all mean? We'll talk about all that a little later. We got a bunch of fun topics along the way, though, beginning, of course, with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD, Hollywood for being gay for Satan's medicine cabinet or something like that. This is from Tucker Carlson after the Grammys.
1: (laughs) They're so shameless about this. They don't even care. (laughs) <laughs> Tonight's Transgender Satanism brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> Inject their products in your. <laughs> so gross. Okay. All right. So this is prompted by a Sam Smith performance at the Grammys the other night. Uh, and to walk you through what actually happened, Sam Smith performed Bathed in Red Light, Sort of dresses the Devil, a song that is one of his big hits. It sounds like a church anthem, kind of. And then after that, they went to commercial, and there was an ad for Pfizer. <laughs> Coincidentally, right. all right, but there are no coincidences. Of these people, right? Uh, and this prompted probably. I mean, there's always dumb moral panics going on. But this is one of the dumbest ones in in, in history. Um, Ted, well, this Cruz, is also a
0: classic, right? I mean, this is like this is a reboot of a moral panic this is satanic panic dude this is an og moral panic here from like the 80s and beyond my only problem with it is like i just wish i could get more into the music that is uh that's got satan in it nowadays like through most of my life satan worshiping music was fucking rock and roll and heavy metal and stuff and i like to get Mm -hmm. down with satan and also those genres so it overlapped nicely for me but no offense to Sam Smith or something, this just ain't really my bag. So I have to appreciate only the Satan part without getting <laughs> without getting to jam out to the music part as well. That's, that's my only right.
1: thing. <laughs> yeah, Sam Smith. Do you watch the Grammys, Drake?
0: I used to, but I haven't in
1: years now. Right. Me neither. The Grammys aren't for me. Right, they're not for me, they're not for you. They're for teenagers, wine moms, mm-hmm. and campy gays. Right, and Sam yeah. Smith, Sam Smith's in the campy gay category. Now the, the um, but but you know who is obsessed with the Grammys? These fucking assholes. Like they watch it just to get mad. Ted Cruz, right. uh, tw- qu- qu- tweeted this dot 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 is dot dot evil. All right. this is fucking evil. Uh, a one American news correspondent named Liz Wheeler said the, duo, the, the 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 production was teaching your kids to worship Satan. Now the funny thing is, this song is about a guy is is uh, condemning a guy for cheating on his wife. <laughs> so it's the song has biblical values, right? So whatever, right? Um, the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene said the Grammys featured Sam Smith's demonic performance and was sponsored by Pfizer. And the satanic church is now has an abortion clinic in New Mexico that requires its patients to perform a satanic ritual before services. Now, this Amen. is funny to me because I hadn't heard about this, but this right. is actually true. <laughs> yes, I know. That was that's such a
0: pleasant surprise to me. That's like one of the, I re- read that quote from Marjorie Taylor Greene, and immediately I'm like, okay, sure. the, the mm-hmm. satanic temple opened up an abortion clinic where you had to perform a satanic ritual. Of course that happened, but like it did. And I love it.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we, we've, we've explained this before, but for those of you who don't are familiar, the church Church of Satan aren't don't worship Satan. They're just atheists who are making a point or trolling, right? Right. They're just they're just annoying atheists who are kind of funny. And it's about like, religious
0: yeah. freedom. It's about like illustrating right. both sides of what religious freedom is supposed to be and how it's supposed to work. And I'm glad that they exist to do that shit because, right? Like, you know, nobody else would be doing it.
1: Yeah, they're, they're kind of they're kind of people like if your if your town wants to put a Christian display up in town square, they're like, okay, we want to put up a Satanist display, and they follow it, like, follow a lawsuit over it, and it makes a bunch of people mad. And to that point, the name of their abortion clinic is the Sam Alito's Mom Satanic Abortion Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, <laughs> top shelf trolling, right there, man. My God. Yep. Let me read you in the press statement announcing this in it quote in nineteen fifty Samuel Alito's mother did not have options, and look what happened. said <laughs> <laughs> so Alito wrote the Dobbs opinion, which is why they're doing this. yeah right. um, and they're, they're I don't know why, I don't know why they chose New Mexico because they're based in Massachusetts, but the uh they're doing this, and the satanic ritual she's referring to is they are claiming. That abortion is part of the religious practice. It's not, they don't have right. religious practice. Right. But abortion is part of the religious practices, therefore they have a First Amendment right to do abortion a religious right to do abortion. Sorry, they're right. doing- trolling. Um and, but anyway, so that's the that's the ritual she's talking about. Is they're claiming that abort the, the child sacrifice is part of the religious practice to annoy to annoy people like Marjorie Taylor Green. And again, because they don't understand anything about the world, it works, or she's pretending that it works, or whatever. Who knows? Get inside of her brain. But anyway, she's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh anyway. Go, uh, yeah. go Sam Smith and uh, go campy gays, and uh, also the woman he's saying that do that song with is the first transgender woman to win a, to win a Grammy, I think. So, congratulations! To her.
0: Hail Satan! I love it! Hail all Satan. right, uh, uh, so we got a couple honorable mentions for Daily Dumbass today. The first one is General Sherman for not burning all the groundhogs in Georgia. So, uh, they do Groundhog Day in Georgia as well. And instead of Pucks uh-huh. and Tony Phil, they got their own Georgian version named General Beauregard Lee. Check it out here. Look at him; he is cute. Hit it, Matt. Whenever. They keep
1: the groundhog in a slave plantation. That, right? Good morning, Bo. Oh God, looking good yes. there. It's oh, incredible. It, right, that's really <laughs> all you say. <saying. laughs> the has treated you. well.
0: yeah, play the fucking you know charge music or whatever, and then uh, the the Confederate groundhog. Exits his plantation home to predict mm-hmm. whether there will be six more weeks of winter or not. If you guys are only listening, it could not be a more apt description for his little groundhog house. It's a yeah. miniature plantation. House right out of the front of, Resume, You know this groundhog owns slaves. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you I don't got, know. You got slave what groundhogs? He, yeah. yeah. I don't know what he has to do <laughs> for him. But he owned slaves. But, yeah, they named him. He's the descendant of the first uh, Georgian groundhog who was named uh, General Robert E. Lee. Uh, yep. No relation. Uh, but, no, he was named directly for famed Confederate General Robert E. Lee. Uh, and then his successor here is Beauregard, which is well,
1: a like, you know, classical something-
0: Confederate name as well.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things I, uh, that are hilarious about this to me. One, I guess he inherited the general title along with the Lee last name. So he's, right. he's a Nepo baby, this, this groundhog. But, right. uh, I guess you're wondering, he, he did not see a shadow. So we're gonna, so Georgia's gonna get an early spring. So they, Georgia started doing their own, uh, you know, uh, slavery, Puxatawney Phil, in 1988. Right. <laughs> no, 1981. Like, more we ain't gonna
0: let these goddamn Yankees tell us when winter's over or not, All right. <laughs> we need a good God-fearing Confederate groundhog. That's who I yeah. listen to.
1: Yeah, can't have no Yankee groundhog. Uh, so uh-huh. it, it, they did, somebody did, PolitiFact did an pl- uh, analysis of his success rate, and they said G- General Lee was way more accurate than Puxatawney Phil. He uh, Lee has a 60% national a- accuracy for early spring uh, compared to Phil's 30%, which is hilarious to me because, of course, a Georgia groundhog is only going to be more accurate predicting in early spring than a Pennsylvania groundhog. It's warmer in Georgia always. Right. With oh, yeah. <coughs> the South is rising again, Trey, via weather predicting groundhogs. He's, uh, i tell you what,
0: yeah. I don't know if Pucks and Tony Phil keeps his job, man. Like You talk about just like some legacy shit going on or something. He's been coasting for a long time, 30%, you know, come on. That's supposed to be your whole deal. Groundhog. Who's
1: verifying these stats? How do we know the groundhog sees a shadow? I've always it? wondered that.
0: I've always assumed <laughs> there has to be some way they make the determination, but I've never known how that is supposed to work. Like, is it supposed to like, look at the ground and run off? I'm sure we could find this information, but I'd rather not. I, it's one of those no. things I'd rather not know. I think just keep the the stupidity um yeah. maintained in my head. Um, all right. Speaking of not speaking of shattering illusions here, uh, <laughs> our, next, <laughs> our next honorable mention is the Taliban for not realizing that they had actually accidentally fucked up and gotten themselves day jobs. That's right. You all remember the Taliban took over Kabul, uh, you know, last year or the year before a while back. And at the time there were a lot of pictures coming out of, you know, the new, bank president or the new treasury yeah. secretary or whatever. And they were all uh, a bunch of gun-toting Taliban dudes. Like they looked like your average jihadist. And we found some humor in that. Well, what's funny is uh, they do not see the humor in it. In fact, they are racked with ennui and despair and feel like as <laughs> life has lost all meaning. That's right. An article just came out where they outline a lot of their concerns about their new office Uh, office lifestyles, and they don't like it. I'll read a couple of them, Mark, and then I'll let you read some, too. They complained about the rent being high. They also said, what I don't like about Kabul is its ever-increasing traffic. Last year, it was tolerable, but in the last few months, it's gotten more and more congested. People complain that the Taliban brought poverty, but looking at this traffic and the large number of people in the bazaars and restaurants, I wonder where that poverty is. Who among us, dude? Nope, we don't like commuting sucks, man. Commuter Look at these kids in there
1: complain about not being able to afford a house, but they're spending all their money on avocado toast. <laughs> this is from the fucking Taliban. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, I, dude, uh, just, just to get out, the Taliban are fucking evil. All right, they're awful, but like they're also dudes. And for, and when you're uh, everywhere around the planet, good or evil, having a job fucking sucks. And right. one thing the Taliban didn't realize when they overthrew the government and became the government, they'd have to do government jobs. So right. congratulations, you're the government now. You've got to deliver the mail and shit, and it don't hit. So, <laughs> they, but these complaints, like the Taliban, I never thought about this lens before reading this, it really hit home, that the Taliban are uh, rural reactionaries who have now taken over a big city. And the dynamic will be, when you, imagine Paul saying this shit, and you will absolutely, like half their complaints will absolutely be, oh yeah, they're just, they're just, uh, you know, like Americans who think that uh, American cities are hellscapes. Um, but this, <laughs> these guys really hate their jobs. Let me read this one. I put this one in the headline, nobody wants to work anymore. Another thing I don't like, not only about Kabul, but broadly about life after the Fata, are the new restrictions in the group, meaning when they were in the war. We had we had great degree of freedom about where to go, where to stay, and whether to participate in the war. However, these days, you have to get in the office before 8 a.m. and stay there until 4 p.m. <laughs> if, if you don't go, you're considered absent and don't get paid. yeah
0: yes that is generally how a job be working matter of fact eight to four them some government employee hours yeah they didn't even really got it that bad you know what i mean no but i understand it's not fulfilling you know what i mean like the whole time read through these i just keep picturing like a like the Mike judge movie office space or something, but with a bunch of these jihadists, like AK totem jihadists, like carpooling together in the back of their fucking Toyota trucks and arguing over somebody heating up fish at lunch and stuff like that. Like, uh, I mean,
1: you know, again,
0: I I, I hear it. Hey, we're not so different, I guess. I mean, like you said, fuck the Taliban,
1: obviously we're just uh, having
0: some fun with them.
1: You've inspired me, Trey. I want to get the IP for this article and write the Taliban office space. And that movie would be be great. great. Uh, This is a different guy making essentially the same complaint. Uh, Taliban used to be free of restrictions, but now we sit in one place behind a desk and computer 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Life's become wearisome. You do the same things every day. Another (laughs) guy said, in our ministry, there's little work for me to do. Therefore, I spend most of my time on Twitter.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is Uh, my old day job right here. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a lived experience.
1: Here's some more papaw complaints to put under the heading The Big City Has Sluts. Uh, <laughs> he said, When I joined my group, I was of the idea that Cobb will be full of bad people. But to be honest, the last couple of years, after I met some of the people living here, I realized that was wrong. Of course, there's plenty of negative aspects like their support for the occupation, women not wearing proper clo- clothing, youths flirting with girls and cutting their hair in a style even, Amer- even people in America might adopt. Uh, but these problems nowadays exist all in the rural areas. They're getting purple hair, Trey. This girl's got short hair and it's purple and spiked up. Bunch of weirdos. Uh, and this, uh, let me read this one. Uh, we we are tested by cars, positions, wealth, and women. Yeah, buddy, ain't that the way everywhere? Uh, also, there, another one of their complaints boiled down, to: There's a bunch of crime in the big city and people don't say hi when you pass in the street. <laughs>
0: The Taliban's like everybody's so rude in the city. They just yeah. miss their. Pre- it's funny they're all, they're just sitting there, just like oh, I, I long for my kingdom for a suicide vest. Those were the days, you know, <laughs> back, back in the cave talking about who would wear the vest and death to America and all that. You know, we had it made, didn't even realize it. It's yeah, this- uh, but that's like it's really how they feel though about the whole thing. It's just I don't know. I kind of can't get over it. And you said when we were texting about it, you said it was a classic dog catches car moment, right. which I think is extremely accurate. You know, it's like, this is what they were fighting for ostensibly this whole time. And they finally got <laughs> it. And now they're like, well, this sucks. Bring back yeah. the bureaucrats. I don't like doing this stupid shit.
1: <laughs> right. I like let, shooting let some, into
0: the air with my boys. That's what I like doing.
1: Yeah. let some fucking Virginia farm boy, uh, running logistics for the army, fucking deliver mail and cobble. I don't want to do it anymore. But like, yeah, they're, they're talking about their, their friends being corrupted by big city life. Uh, this guy's complaining, some Taliban have now become friends with such youth and are inclined to do many bad things, such as going to hookah cafes. Mm.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: and People don't even have time to stop and give you directions. Not in the big city, buddy. God damn it. Uh, yeah, but I say that the way. You win a holy war against the United States and your first prize is a bunch of d- desk job bullshit. No time to hang with your boys. Uh, welcome to the fucking show, guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, that story is a real treat as far as I'm concerned. But again, can't read right enough. Fuck the Taliban. Okay. I also... Before
1: that, before we get to – I want to do – the one thing that made me sad here, one guy was like I joined up because uh, the, the invasion happened when I was 11 years old, and mm-hmm. the industry meant bombings killed my family. So, yeah, we ought not have done that too. So, sorry to this guy right. for killing his family. Yeah. Yeah, we ought not done that.
0: No, I agree right. with you. Uh, speaking of things people ought not done, Chinese spy balloon, right? Man, killing it with the segues tonight. I'm sorry for that. Anyway, Mark, <laughs> go ahead. Balloon guysy. Let's talk right.
1: about it. So, what actually happened here is a very small part of the story, but let's go through it real quick anyway. So, uh, well, uh, what actually happened or what they're saying happened, at least. And we'll talk about why you shouldn't necessarily, you need to take everything involved in this with a grain of salt because everybody lies about national security shit. And when I say lie, I- I'm not making a moral judgment like they're evil. I'm saying it's their job to lie. And now they lie for self-interested reasons, self-interested reasons, ass covering reasons. They lie for national security reasons and they lie for warmongering reasons. Now, the problem there is when they confuse warmongering for national security, and that's when we get in a whole heap of world tr- uh, trouble, right? <laughs> but anyway, so the timeline here is that the balloon got noticed on January 28th by our government. Uh, it was in Alaska. Uh, on, the th- on the 30th, it crossed into Canada, then the 31st, across the United States and Idaho. And that's when Biden first re- asked them to make plans to shoot it down. They talked him out of it for reasons we'll get into in a minute. Thursday, it becomes public because people in Montana can look up in the sky and see it. and Also, the Pentagon puts out a statement about it. Maybe because they can see it or maybe they can put out the statement anyway. I don't know. We'll talk about that, too. And then Saturday, they shoot it down. In between, uh, a bunch of fucking dumb bullshit happens. But I do want to say this story came out like an hour ago. Uh, Chinese balloon, part of vast aerial surveillance program, U.S. says. Now, I'm glad. Thank you to The Washington Post for including U.S. says in there because a lot of this stuff gets treated like it's the word of God. And we all not do that. (laughs) All right. right. I
0: I know I'm getting ahead of us a little bit here, but just from the first time I saw this pop up, I don't know, maybe I'm an idiot or naive or whatever, but my only, my first thought was like China's spying on us. The hell you say. Surely (laughs) not. Uh I can't believe that any of that, you know. What about Russia? They're not like doing that, are they? Because that would be really alarming if Russia was spying on us. I thought it was only us spying on the whole rest of the world. I didn't think they would actually spy back. Oh my God. You know, be still my heart. But then I was like, it is weird. They're using balloons, though. I thought like balloons feel like kind of antiquated. I'm just, I was never. I don't know. I never really gave much of a fuck about this Chinese spy balloon is all I'm saying, because from the moment it popped up, I wasn't surprised by it. I I don't know. I just don't like the fucking pearl clutch and everybody freaking out over it. Never really made any sense to me. Maybe it's just like, ain't been a whole lot going on and, it's exciting for a second and it gives people a chance to beat the war drums or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't really. Get oh, it. they beat
1: them. They beat the hell out of them. They're still beating them. Uh, and yeah, it's like it, it's worth saying China says it's a weather balloon. Now, I don't I'm not saying I trust the Chinese. Go- I trust the Chinese government less than I trust the American government. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Right front. But it. They have satellites. They have right. covert spy drones. There's no reason right. to use a fucking. They have human and we catch. We've caught a bunch of Chinese spies in various levels of American industry and think tanks and uh, uh, governments right. and, 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 and it, like it's They don't need to use a fucking wily e. coyote balloon to do this shit. There's no reason right. to like be super suspicious of it. It they it, 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 it if you wanted to do sophisticated spying, you'd probably use, use something you want. You could you know fucking steer. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> I mean, know?
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I don't like, I would 100% take it for granted that they're spying on us all the time at a very high level uh, be, with means way beyond a fucking balloon. It's right. just, that's immediately what I thought, which is why I was like, so it can't be. I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah, now that you, I mean, so maybe it is just a fucking weather balloon. I don't know. Uh, Like, could be, but even if we'll it's not, know. it's like, it's not, I don't know. It surely is not really that big of a deal.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, thank God Biden's acting like it's not that big of a deal, because if he was as alienated as the rest of these psychos, we'd be in real trouble here, because the real story to me isn't the balloon. It's our reaction to the balloon. And we'll start. We'll get to our fucking crazy politicians in a minute. But uh, the media did not cover themselves in glory here. Uh, this headline uh, pretty much summed it up for me. The U.S. media's Chinese spy balloon meltdown shows intellectual vacuity of national security coverage. Um, people went all in on fucking, it was wall to wall coverage of how we should be terrified of a goddamn balloon. Right. Um, and it's a very big balloon. It was like 200 feet tall, they said, and flying at 65 to 80,000 feet. And they, they said it way like when they shot it down, it spread debris over seven miles, seven seven square miles, and like it's like, it was, like somebody compared it to the size of three buses. Okay, so yeah, I wouldn't want it falling on my house, which we'll get to that in a second. That's why they didn't shoot right. it down over land, but um, they, they they took every government narrative and a bunch of different levers of government were saying different shit about this, and they took the most warlike, scary ones and ran with it. And again, this is an environment where there was a US uh, Air Force uh, general last week who's just in charge of like logistics. Like he just moves around equipment and fuel. And he, he sent out some memo saying for all of his troops to be ready to go to war with China in less than three years and use <laughs> some, some really warlike language and told, told his troops to shoot to kill. Again, these are cargo pilots. Um, right. <laughs> but like even the sane news sounded like this this is Jake Tapper. Um, and it, this is fucking insane you got this video, Matt? All right. Well, There's he's... I don't, I don't see yeah, that. No, uh, yeah. No, Jake, oh, no. Oh, Tapper, right. Yeah, there he is. Um, no. Jake Tapper was grilling Pete Buttigieg about this, and this is how it sounded? you got it, Matt?
0: Yeah. Well, again, you know, it had been some slow news days, Mark. All
1: right. yeah. That's great that there were uh, lives or, or property. Obviously, that's great that there were no Americans hurt by this, um, but... Is it acceptable that there were eight days that the spy satellite, spy balloon was over the United States, then Canada, then again over the United States from Idaho, Montana, all the way through the Carolinas for day after day? Well, as the U.S. has communicated, it's not acceptable at all that uh, China sent this uh, object into our airspace. Uh, OK, so a couple things there. One, Jake Tapper just straightforwardly called it a spy balloon. He doesn't know it's a spy balloon. All he knows is that somebody told him it's a spy balloon. Right, and right. then he's like, "Is it acceptable? If it's unacceptable, what's step two of a thing being unacceptable? What right. do you do?" Right, like it's like,
0: "What? Well, we'll yeah, I know. I know he's caught Biden's caught a lot of shit for not shooting it down immediately, and that was the thing. Why aren't they shooting it down or whatever? But like you already said, they know that shit comes down, right? If it's a fucking massive apparatus the size of three buses that's in the sky, it's not going to just like." It's a vaporize or explode and drift off into orbit that ain't how none of that works like it's gonna fall somewhere and i don't yeah. think you want it falling over montana or idaho or any of them damn places uh so Joe, I, I like, like was that ever the, even uh, an option it like that it's just yeah. it's not hard to understand that shit to me or at least it shouldn't be like
1: Joe Biden's fallen for the woke lie known as gravity. Uh, but like, yeah, it, today, Andrew Mitchell went on TV and compared this to fucking Pearl Harbor, because that was the last time we shot down an enemy aircraft on uh, over U.S. soil. Yeah, it's like, I mean, technically, I guess that's sort of true. But what the why are you comparing this to fucking Pearl Harbor? And and <laughs> here's here's how. uh. Well, dude, so, these
0: people, like some of the, the, the hawks out there, you know, we got a very fucking warlike culture, obviously, right. pretty mm-hmm. into war and the military and all that shit. And we ain't really had much war in, in a while. Ne- meanwhile, we got to watch these other countries have a war that we ain't even in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like they probably got some serious war blue balls going on. So anytime they have even the slightest opportunity. To again start beating the war drums and shit, like I'm not really that surprised that they're taking it, you know, because it's like fucking it, finally, this is it, you know, because they're yeah. just uh, that shit's what they live for, and they make yeah. a lot of money off it and all that stuff. So, well,
1: there's, yeah. there's two things going on. Is pretty much everybody nowadays considers themselves as the protagonist of reality. So, therefore, if yep. a war movie happens, you're going to survive it. And we all we have a really bad case of movie brain in America. We think mm-hmm. things go like movies, and it's not like that. But, like, I saw some one congressman went on TV and said and it said this reminded him of the movie Independence Day. And then okay. uh, this senator was on TV, uh, and here's how he said he found out about the balloon over his home state of Montana. i tell you how we found out about it. We had
0: Montanans calling our office mm. saying they were seeing the balloon in the sky. And, in fact, we had a lot of Montanans who said, is it okay if I take a shot at it? That's what we no. heard about. No. Dude, the only thing that surprises me about that is that they asked for permission first. I, right. I, there, there was at least a few rounds popped off in the general direction. That's I, I realize it was way too fucking high up for it to do anything. But like these dudes ain't thinking about that. Fucking old boys yeah. with guns. It floats over their farm or whatever. It's like you know, some people took some shots at it. I would say, yeah, for had sure. to Oh
1: well, yeah, for, it was uh, 65,000 feet in the air. So got, uh, even like a long, like you had a 50 cal, it probably got within I don't know 11 miles of it. Um, right. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, by the way, if somebody in Montana has the, the equipment to take down uh, something flying at 65,000 feet, that's a much bigger concern to me mm-hmm. than a balloon. Anyway, yeah, so – but like a bunch of people – Don Jr. went on, got on Twitter and urged the good people of Montana to try to take it down again. He has guns. He he's not I, even him. I don't think he's that fucking stupid. JD Vance posted a picture of himself. You got to throw it up, Matt, uh, uh, posing with a gun. JD's joking. All right, he's true. He's uh, uh, making a joke. But so fuck you. And the thing that killed me about this was. Early, a couple days earlier, he had endorsed Donald Trump. There's this myth that's taking hold on the right, that Donald Trump kept us out of wars. He's the first right. new, uh, president in years to not start wars, which is like, he didn't. Inv- he's the first president in a while to well not you know, do a land invasion of a new country, but the idea, the idea that he wasn't a warmonger is fucking insane. He took the reins off the goddamn drone program and killed a shit ton of people. Um, uh, Mike Popeo, Carrie Lake, and uh, Paul Gosar all, all also posted pics about shooting the balloon. Um, We're just so insanely warlike, dude. And that today's up. One of today's updates was this headline from uh, I think Bloomberg: U.S. seeks Chinese balloon remnants. Says says approach to China will stay calm. Yeah, I I fucking hopes. Why wouldn't it be calm? It's a balloon. Right, it's a it's a balloon that, that China says floated off course. Now they the military, our military says it has some st- limited steering and motor capabilities, a little fan on the back or something. It can maybe turn left or right a little bit, but it, China says they lost control of it and we, we, I don't know, but like, why are we going to? Nobody died, nothing happened. <laughs> right, we shot it down. Um, but yeah, th- but think about how how insane we are as a people that you have to announce you're not nuking Beijing over a fucking right. balloon. That's, right. like, that's how the world sees us. We had to make that statement because people think of us as goddamn insane and they're right to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I mean, like the China, you know, I've always thought about as far as a possible war with China, I've always been skeptical of it just because I feel like there's way too much. Uh, Symbiosis there, financially speaking, like they, you know, they make all the dumb shit that we buy, and we buy all the dumb shit that they make, and whatever else. There's just way too many people making way too much money, to, you know, it's not like a, oh, they got some oil that we want type situation. And so, I don't know what it would take. I'm not saying it's impossible. Like crazier shit, you know, has happened. I guess I don't know. That'd be pretty crazy. But like, it ain't gonna be a fucking balloon, you know. Like,
1: I tell you that much. All the supply chain stuff, he, Americans were fucking shitting their pants over. Right. Uh, was like That was like a small dent in stuff coming from China. Uh, yeah, we I know. Cut That's it off completely. Saying, but- Americans have no stomach for enduring a war with China. No. Like, we, we, you go to Walmart, you pay paying $70 for a t-shirt. All right? Nope. Right. Pe- people are not going to do that. We would we abandon a war fucking immediately. Anyway, but we're all Dr. Strangelove now, so we got to talk real big. Um, here's a small compilation of uh some stuff our uh elected officials said. Representative James Comer, um, he went on uh Fox News Harris Faulkner show and said he was concerned uh that the federal government doesn't take it as seriously. He says, Is it bioweapons in that balloon? Did that (laughs) balloon take off from Wuhan? All right. Um Large Brain Marge tweeted that Biden should shoot it down, said but uh, Donald Trump would never tolerate this shit, which is not true. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, uh, Jim Jordan, uh, said, tweeted out that if maybe the Biden administration wasn't so worried about banning your gas stoves, they would have seen these Chinese, blo- a spy balloon coming. Uh, Joe Biden's headed for his vacation in Wilmington tonight while a Chinese spy balloon, he put Chinese in all caps in case you were wondering if he had to make it racist. Um, right. Chuck Grassley tweeted out some fucking nonsense that I can't even really read. We're running late, so I will just uh, skip over. You say it was racist uh, and barely legible. Um, Greg Gianforte, who was a former House represent- representatives guy, who's now uh, in- the governor of Montana, you know, he's basically, you know, same guy as a uh, literally the same guy as uh, Kevin Costner's character in Yellowstone. He's mm-hmm. mostly famous before this for uh, body slamming a reporter asking him questions, and uh, he was on Fox News doing a live hit when this happened, and this was fun. Um, Governor, I hate to pull random video off the internet and ask you to respond to it, but this is going around, it appears to be, it's on social media, video of an explosion over your state showing what looks like a smoke trail into the sky. We can't even guess as to what this is. Do you have any information about this? Not at this point. I was notified of it just minutes before we came on the air. Uh, we're monitoring the situation. I'm talking to our uh National Guard to find out if they have additional <laughs> information. I'm sure I'll be briefed here All in the right, next hour. Okay, man. So that video now What went the hell by is that room. about? It was a con- it was a contrail from a jet, as far as anyone could tell. And the flash of light that people were saying was explosion was just the, the phone adjusting its uh, uh, uh the you know its you know when phones adjust their light sensations or whatever. Yeah. There's no. Exposure. I'm also
0: dumb about cameras and yeah. phones and stuff. So yeah, yeah. when yeah, yeah. just the stuff with the light and shit and the exposures, shutters. Yeah, you, there know, you go. All that yeah. type of stuff.
1: So, yeah, but it was, that was funny as shit to me. He, the governor of Montana is monitoring the situations. And if things get dire, if there was an explosion of the skies in Montana, he will call up the uh, Yellowstone Park Ranger Air Force to fucking investigate. Uh, anyway, that's the dynamics going on here. Uh, Joe Wilson, a bunch of other Republican uh, congressmen, gave floor speeches yesterday demanding Biden Harris resign over this. <laughs> um, everyone's being such a big fucking baby. You mentioned this earlier, like everybody spies on everybody. Right, you don't just we spy on everybody. Everybody spies on us. Not just our enemies. We we spy uh, spy on our allies, and our allies spy on us. This headline here: Jonathan Pollard is one of the most damaging spies in U.S. history. He spied for Israel. All right, right. he stole a bunch of American nuclear secrets and gave them to Israel. Um, and. We also talked about the guy last year. Was uh, he worked for the, He was in the, uh, a sailor in the Navy, and he tried to sell plans for a nuclear submarine to France. And France turned him in because they already had a nuclear spy submarine plans. Didn't need to fucking take this guy's shit. Um, and the publicly available, available numbers. Uh, this is the public numbers. We probably have more that are secret. But America has two hundred ninety spy, uh, spy satellites circumnavigating the globe. China has about one hundred sixty. They're lo- we're looking at each other all the time anyway, right. and. It, it, the um, we can skip this Border Roma video because we're running late, Matt. Um, but it's the stuff Fox suggested. They, they 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 were just spitballing about there being like chemical attacks, bioweapons attacks. Um, uh, they suggested the b- balloon was a test run to see if they could do a biological attack. Uh, Jesse Waters spitballed using wind turbines to blow it back over Canada, so they can have the biological attack, I guess. And they also suggested going kamikaze with the Goodyear blimp. I can never tell when these guys are kidding <laughs> but, or not. Yeah,
0: hey, the only way to take down a balloon is with a bigger balloon, and we're at a little balloon on balloon violence. You know, fire, yeah. fire,
1: baby. Send our balloon
0: at it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that shit is, all of that is so wild. But like, you know, you said earlier, it's like any opportunity to fear mongering, you know, fear mongering, that's their number one jam. They love when they get a chance to do that, and this was the first, like, really good opportunity for that in a while. Fear mongering involving, like, war and shit, mm. buddy can't beat that in the american media scape so <laughs> and as haven't. to why we
1: didn't shoot it out earlier trey alluded to it but it's very big and has a bunch of stuff and would have crushed a bunch of stuff and they had they had plans to shoot it down anytime they want but they say that they had the technology to they moved they moved military assets out of the path of the balloon they also apparently used some jamming equipment to keep from sending signals or something so they weren't actually worried about what it was collecting but they could have shot it down at any moment they chose not to because the, they were worried it would create a deep Debris field, I'm sorry, I misstated earlier, 20 miles by 20 miles. And here's a quote from a DOD official. The last thing we wanted it was, was for something the size of a school bus to go through the roof of a preschool. Right. But on the other hand, according to Fox News, defenders of real America and the heartland, these people do not count.
0: It's a, yeah, video. Here we go. Montana has no one living in Montana. Alaska. Even less people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So good luck, people of Montana, because Fox News doesn't care if you get dead. Jesse Waters also did a, a, did a really dumb rant about how, like, if it did fall in your barn, you'd be famous and be able to make money sitting up in a museum and get to go on Good Morning America. So therefore, you should want the government to blow up the fucking spy. over right. Your house. Yeah. Um, you should
0: want debris to rain down on your property. You know, think about the magazine photos or whatever yeah, yeah it's uh pretty ridiculous well it's just they had to you know they wanted to bitch about him not shooting it down there's an obvious rationale for why you wouldn't do that so they had to like you know start fucking with that rationale poking around at it and you know trying to talk shit around that uh you know yeah
1: and of course, uh, we had to go to the partisan blame game here. So everyone's like, actually, there were three, at least three balloons that flew over during the Trump administration. And then another another one earlier in the Biden administration. But like they, they, going back to the, everybody being big babies about this spy shit, it's like, it's this stuff's early routine. And Fox News had a graphic today. You don't have to call it up now. or describe, but They showed all the different balloon intrusions from China over the last decade or whatever, over all our different military bases. Now, if you're China watching American news this week, would you at all be wondering why your government was keeping an eye on American military bases to see anything weird was going on there where we're fucking itching for war with everybody all the time? Right. I'd want to keep an eye on us. Yeah. Right? I'd want yeah, to know if a course. fucking stealth bomber was taken off of Missouri loaded with nukes heading, uh, heading east. Um, head west, sorry. Uh, so But Dems have this brain too. This is a quote. Let me read this quote from a representative Mike Quigley from Illinois. Democrats said went on uh, CNN Friday. Um, he did say calming things that i want people to think this is something abnormal but then Vin has then he said they have to be mitigated they have to be addressed we have to confront the chinese government how what what do you want to do right, right. what's your what's your plan fucking mike quigley
0: yeah <laughs> uh, hey, Cut got it out with the balloons huh come yeah. on
1: There's, come on what it, are
0: you t- doing with the balloons over there come on cut that out skit yeah. Like, oh, you're right. We're sorry. <laughs> no more balloons. Yeah. That's how I they, picture it, anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Having a partisan fucking fight. I'll, I'll just read this headline if you call it up, Matt. But there's an honest to God fighting happening in Washington over which party is softer on balloons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soft anyway. on balloons. So to recap this whole thing if you can follow the narrative here, China sent a spy balloon over strategic U.S. sites in, in, a pl- in, in places where there aren't really any strategic U.S. sites. There, we have missile silos there, but like you can't see a missile silo. They're fucking underground. So what? Um, it shows the spy on these sites with a big visible balloon, visible from the naked eye from 65,000 feet, uh, that a- anyone can see on the ground. To demonstrate it had the capability to do what?
0: Do what, right. D- to, d-
1: d- d- despite having a plethora of other more discreet ways to spy like satellites and cell drones, um, it's we seem to be unclear that anyone besides China is, is mastered the technology of hot air balloons. Uh, China chose to do this on the eve of secretary Blinken's visit to China. This is a, this was a big deal. It's the first time a, a Chinese uh, president has met with the American secretary of state in a long time. The goal of the meeting was to reduce tensions between our two countries. China wanted that meeting. They would not have fucking provoked us to stop this meeting. And Blinken only didn't go because you know, all the whole, every question he got would have been about this dumb fucking balloon. Right. Um, But the question is: This has happened all the time. We didn't know about it. It becomes: Why did the Pentagon tell us about it? Now there's a couple possible explanations. Um, They expected Americans to be sane and mature about it, which LOL. I doubt Um, that. (laughs) They realized people could see it this one time, so they had to say something. Or they wanted the the military-industrial complex wanted to sabotage Blinken's efforts to reduce tensions with China. I'm not being conspiratorial about that, but but the the most likely scenario is um, is probably that. is a series of unfortunate events, uh, hilariously stupid, unfortunate events without malice on either side, and just a balloon float over the fucking Midwest. Um, but the malice in this scenario is on the media's part and the politicians and like in the in the wider members of the blob, the fucking foreign intelligence operation uh, uh, establishment, uh, the foreign policy establishment, they fucking immediately started agitating for war and. I saw this headline. This is from February first, which is basically—I'm not sure. I, I forgot my time. That was around the time the balloon was announced. This headline from the Intercept: White House-linked venture capital fund boasts China war would be great for business. This oh, fucking yeah. guy. This fucking guy went up at a goddamn public event and said that if China Taiwan situation happens, some of our investments will be 10x like overnight. So they're saying like because we get most of our microchips from Taiwan, we mm-hmm. go to war with china and they seize taiwan u.s government will have to buy our microchips and therefore our profits will go up tenfold hooray right right
0: yeah well you know just saying the quiet part out loud i mean you know the war profiteering man it's a few things more american than that but i mean yeah right probably we not not um, saying on the record that war would hit for you for money reasons but
1: you know yeah still and uh I do want to say that, like, I was, like, this is one moment where I was very happy that Joe Biden was president because all these psychos would be way worse. Any of those, mother- any of those motherfuckers in the House representatives of Representatives, the Senate going on TV, agitating for, like, Dr. Strange's love shit. But one of Biden's best traits, he does not trust the, the, the blob or the military industrial complex. Remember when he pulled out of Afghanistan? He essentially told him, I'm sick of your lying bullshit. And it's like – because they always say, we just need another six months. Just another six months. Six more months of war and we'll win. He's like, no, just fucking leave. And he called them on their bullshit and we got out of a forever war. Um, But, yeah, the media did not cover themselves in glory. And it reminded me of that William Randolph Hearst who pretty much created a war in Cuba, Spanish-American War, out of thin air by manufacturing a bunch of stories. And when he sent uh, an illustrator to cover the war in Cuba, there wasn't anything going on. The guy wrote back there was no war to cover. And he just said, You furnished the pictures, I'll furnish the war. And then we mm-hmm. invaded Cuba. Yep. Yeah. The more things anyway, change. Go read um, go read the lyrics from 99 Luff Balloons, the translation. They predicted all this. They had fucking 80s song, a German techno mm-hmm. pop song. Yeah. yeah.
0: I always knew it was <laughs> prophetic. I used to say yeah. that. I uh, said, so One day, 99 <clears throat> Luff Balloons will, uh, will be proven true. Matt, get us some uh, comments and stuff. Throw them up there. Comments and questions. Mark, you excited about the State of the Union starting when we get off? <laughs> yeah, Cindy C- Archer says this would be a good time to use the Jewish space lasers. It's a good point. <laughs> would have been helpful for that.
1: Yeah, if you have wondered at any point, I mean, I'm not going to say that. If we had space lasers, I was going to say we might have used them in the balloon. I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't know we could fly to 65,000 feet to shoot this motherfucker down. So I was just thinking about being up that high and uh, almost had a panic attack. My fear of heights is so bad. But yeah, I didn't yeah. think about it. Yeah. Um, well, Matt's looking for some more comments. i got a
0: Robert yeah, Draper you can, says you can Google the location of the missile silos.
1: Yeah. That's why you have them on submarines. So you can move them around. So they can't get all of them. Um, so <laughs> I want to do a quick George Santos update. Cause this is too good to, uh, well, Matt's looking for some more comments. Um, George Santos claimed he produced Spider-Man, turn off the dark for some damn reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Bloomberg found out when he was fundraising for Congress, uh, he claimed he had produced from Spider-Man after dark. Now, if you're not a Broadway buff, as Trey and I are, uh, right? Spider Man, Turn Off the Dark was a huge fucking catastrophe that yeah. you know injured a bunch of their, and crippled a bunch of their Spider Man. We're talking multiple serious leg injuries and one stunt performer, two broken wrists at the same time. And uh, yeah, so no, I'm you- not.
0: I'm I'm not a huge Broadway guy, but I definitely am aware that that's like one of the most like legendary failures or bombs or whatever you want to call it in the history Mm -hmm. of you know that industry and so it's funny it's wild that he would choose that one i don't know his dude is just so wild man maybe he was like well people maybe they'll think that you know no one would willingly associate with that you know so it must be true like you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's embarrassing, but mm. I don't know. Debbie Lynn Robinson says, "Hit the like button." Thank you very much for that. I had yeah. forgotten. Like, subscribe, it, uh, all that
1: stuff. It helps. Yeah, that play. Evidently. That play lost sixty million dollars in his three-year attempted run. I don't think. I don't think they ever made it out of the trial phase, but. Uh, they prompted this quote from one of the other producers said, of all the tribulations the producers of Spider-Man had to endure, we are very pleased, proud and relieved to report working with George Santos is not one of them. So, yeah, that was <laughs> That's that a was pretty good there.
0: slam. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, Kim Cusato says, will there be skews on Valentine's Day? Will your wives let you? We hadn't even talked about it, but I mean, I, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, we'll do it. right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. And we go yeah, out I and we'll go the weekend know. or
0: something. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're We probably won't. Do too much. I'll get her some chocolates or something. I'm a pretty big. Listen, sorry. lady. I love my wife. We got a good relationship. Valentine's Day. Not a fan. I uh, ne- never have been it's some uh, commercialized horseshit got invented just to make people buy flowers and chocolates mm-hmm. and stuff. And I won't buy into their propaganda. Okay. I refuse to. Yeah, not just because I'm lazy or anything like that. I just, uh, yeah. I'm not going to give him I'm not going to bow down to big hallmark, you know? I'll get her something. It'll be fine. I'm I don't su- worry about Cody.
1: <laughs> I- I'm sweet to my wife 24 7, 365. I don't need There education. you go. Uh, don't need well, a sorry. day.
0: Don't need a day yeah. to be sweet to my wife. All right. That's, that's every day ending in why. I'm with you, Mark. Yeah. We're both, we're super sweet guys. Who love our wives very much. Jeff Curry says, I'm starting to think the whole groundhog looking for its shadow thing is bullshit.
1: <laughs> Whoa, Jeff. I will not have you besmirching the integrity of a beloved weather forecasting groundhog. <laughs> no,
0: neither one of them. Neither Pucks of Tony Phil or General Beauregard Lee. Uh, Jim Gray says, what y'all's take on the uh, State of the Union theme on blue collar workers?
1: Uh, I mean, I, Biden has done a lot to lay. Like, I mean, the jobs, the jobs economy the side of the economy has been great, and the um, um but the the Fed. <laughs> I don't know why he won't fire. I, I know he has limited control of the Federal Reserve, but he could yell at them. They're trying to engineer a recession to put all those people out of work, and he won't fucking do anything about it. But they, luckily, none of their efforts have worked yet. But he has he is supposedly going to announce an, uh, a proposed tax on billionaires. So mm-hmm. that'd be cool, because uh, billionaires can afford it. That's it's not like it. Some of them are evil and greedy, and I hate them. But also, just they have money, so we need to. We as a society need to pay for stuff. If you're gonna take money for to pay from to pay for it, it should be the people that have the most of it, right? Some straightforward.
0: Right. I just I don't know. They also need to make them pay people more generally. (laughs) You know what I mean. Outside of just taxing them, tax them too. But it's also just the fact that like people, you know that. Wages have not kept up with cost of living, inflation, and all that stuff. And it makes a huge difference. And they're never going to just voluntarily do that shit. So, you know, Jenny Knowles says, we believe a groundhog, but not climate change. Ha ha. Only in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. Well, no. Also in Georgia. Um, now, but is- po- 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 pox, pop pop pox, the ton, pox, the ton- pox- the ton- po- is that right? Pox, the, ton- pox- the ton- something, whatever. Phil, old Phil up there in Pennsylvania. He's a worldwide superstar. You know, a lot of people tune in to see what he's got to say about the issue. Um, you know, uh, they're shooting
1: the movie Groundhog Day that uh, Bill Murray got bit by a bunch of those groundhogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that checks out. This is I sure I've never heard of this. Mark, you heard of this? Melissa Bean Felder says Possum Sam in Alabama. So I guess they got a meteorologist possum in Alabama by the name of Sam. All right. Sam from Alabama. Okay. Why not? Nothing at all inherently more weird or absurd about that than a fucking groundhog. Matter of fact, I respect that more because like it's some originality. You know what I mean? Georgia just like ripped off a thing that already existed completely. At least Mm -hmm. Alabama was like, hey, let's Alabama it up a little bit. Make it a fucking possum. I respect that. Uh, Chris Webster says, Trey, they shot down the friggin' Wizard of Oz. You killed it in Orlando. Love you. Thank you, Chris. That was a great time in Orlando. Thanks
1: for coming. Did you see you performing in a church in Orlando?
0: No, that was Fort Lauderdale. Oh. Uh, uh, Orlando, I was at the Orlando Improv, but in Fort Lauderdale, I was at the world's largest uh, LGBT church. And so, like, when I heard that, and also just that they wanted me to come there immediately, I was like, okay, so it's not really a church then, right? And then I get an Uber from my hotel, we pull into the parking lot and I was like, yo, that's a fucking church right there. Like it, you would never mistake. it was so churched out, like unmistakable as anything, you know, could not be anything else but a church. And then I was like, damn, I don't know about this, you know, uh, but they, you know, they were obviously right. a very different type of church
1: and it was a really good time. We dicked out uh, your Sam uh Sam Harris uh Sam, Sam Smith, Smith uh, Devil type outfit. Out. Yeah <laughs> no
0: but I you know I said a lot of Satan y type stuff and they let me get away with it, so that was fun. Eric J. Loffenberg says, Trey Crowder, I'm glad your computer's working this week so you could be here for the entire SKUs day. Yeah, me too. I'm thrilled. They said uh they said it takes seven to ten business days, and I think it ended up taking like seven ish. I thought thought for sure it'd be ten. So yeah. You know. <laughs> Thank you, Melrose Mac, the Apple people here in Burbank who fixed it. Judy Kidder Browning says that was a great interview in Fort Lauderdale. Trey, oh, thanks. Yes, I also did a Queer News tonight. They got a, like a like a news or media uh, situation that is like it literally shares a parking lot with the church. I don't know if they're formally connected or run by the same people or what. They definitely have some sort of connection. But yeah, that was a that was it was a good interview and that was fun. Shout out to Al and everybody at. Uh, Queer News Tonight, Third Eye of 2020 says if raccoon Rick smokes his shadow in Florida, 420 more weeks of winter. That's a good one. I like that one. Raccoon Rick, I figure y'all have like a alligator or something. Today, either rip a we, leg off or not to determine when winter ends.
1: I have, I have a comment actually, Trey. Um, yeah. Go. Oh, God. So. State of the Union will be like the fifth workday this year for the Senate. So they actually have to show up and do something, which is just watch Joe Biden talk. That's All funny. they've done is swore in new members, recessed for three weeks. They've taken five roll call votes so far this year. Again, it's February 7th. One was to confirm Assistant Secretary of Defense. The other two were to confirm board members for the U.S. Institute of Peace. They're doing a bang-up job, ready to go over a balloon. The final two were to vote on resolutions that would have uh, – that. Uh, were to observe National Trafficking and Modern Modern Slavery Prevention Month, and the other ones to designate January as National Stalking Awareness Month. So yeah, Senate's working hard for the American people, baby.
0: As always, yeah. Now, yeah, you do know, you believe they not, thought uh, John,
1: Fe- they thought John Fetterman didn't have the faculties to do this fucking job. Right. I know. Yeah, I mean, we've
0: <laughs> said it a million times before, but like doing stuff is not, you know, really their thing as a general rule. Even when they get together to do stuff, they still mostly just don't do any stuff you know uh-huh. but the vast majority of the time they're not even there like pretending like they might do stuff
1: uh-huh. you
0: know then they show up to do stuff and then they get like and then at the end of it they're like yeah we couldn't get any stuff done
1: we're gonna leave for six more weeks <laughs> or whatever and so, they didn't they didn't impeach trump because they wanted to go home for valentine's day
0: yeah say so, goddamn we're gonna be here for valentine's day we ain't yeah. in the senate you can no. fucking yeah your jobs are way more important
1: we have to work for uh, a fucking living.
0: Yeah, (laughs) unlike some fucking people, you pieces of shit in Washington, D.C. (laughs) I mean, they really don't hurt for me, though, as a general rule. The vast, vast majority of them. But anyway, I guess some of them are okay. Anyway, all right, about to wrap it up. Thank you guys again. Remind you real quick before you go, go to com. check out the tickets. Matt, I'm about to need to update that graphic again because, yeah, adding new dates all the time, come and see me sometime soon trey for tickets also go to weekly slash more or go on patreon and look me up you'll find a weekly skews tier on there and for five dollars a month you get full bonus episodes and you support the show in the process which we would greatly appreciate so yeah consider doing all of that stuff you know happy february i don't wherever you're at in the country if it is winter time there it it ain't really winter time where me and mark are but i go to places where it's winter time and i'm cold the whole time i'm there so my heart goes out to you and i hope you stay warm some of you uh, people from the frigid north you got thicker blood you're better at it so i'm sure you're doing fine ice fishing ice fishing and all that kind of shit anyway we'll see you on valentine's day i guess seven days from now the next skewer's day cupid's day (laughs) We'll we'll get all sweet and lovey-dovey and stuff. Mark will eat chocolate slowly on camera for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what we'll do. I'm saying it now. Yeah. All right. See you. Love you. Bye. See
1: you.